Yeah, I think I grew 20,000 followers in that two-month period. Wow. Yeah, because, you know, I think the number is very distracting because you are an algorithm platform. Some days are going to be better, better than worse. And uh, I think it's it mentally distracts you. It shouldn't matter if you got one or a hundred, you know, it should just be, you just put out whatever. If it's good and you think it's good, then that's good. I was a government permanent employee during a COVID crisis. And I'm thinking about quitting my job to become, you know, self-employed. And uh, that was scary, man. Taking that bet on yourself? Yeah. But I only had one thing in mind was, uh, if I don't take this opportunity while I was growing, 10 years from now, I'd regret it. And I know that if I give it everything and I fail, I'm okay with that. I can always go back to the, the police if I wanted to. You know, that, that job's never going anywhere. There's always going to be cops. So I was like, you know what? I've got this opportunity. I, I, need, to, I need to take it just to try it. You know, my, my dad will randomly send me text messages saying GG. And then, you know, um, you know, after about a month, he's like, oh, what does GG mean? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's a good game. He's like, all right, good game, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, November is when I went full-time, November 1st. And I'd have to say I noticed an immediate difference in my strength. Pretty much the moment I said I was full time, this is my job now. I don't know. People looked at me differently, maybe more seriously, or just grew. It just seemed to. It could have been the schedule I was doing. I, I streamed five days a week, have two days off. I liked my job, and it was very unique. And I wasn't. I, ideally, I'd like both, but you can't do that. I think once you commit the full time, you just got to stick it out. Every day I'll have something come out on my channel now, and that's been like that for four months. But uh, even when I was working full time, I still, you know, still made time for editing. I just streamed a little bit less. I think it's important to balance. And this is just my opinion, but um, streaming and editing, because I'm lucky that Facebook is such a unique channel that I actually grow more from my videos than I do streaming. I grow more offline than I do online. Don't have boring titles and descriptions. You know, I, and when I change that, that's when I notice the growth pretty much instantly. Your title goes out to your viewers that follow you and your description goes out to not like people that are scrolling. So I always try to make it you know, interesting. Drew, it's good to have you on the podcast. I remember we tried to do this uh, before. Unfortunately, I had a couple of tech issues, so I'm glad uh, you bought, you bear with me and uh, we're, we're having a run at it again. No, that's fine. There's tech issues on my end this time. So, you know, that's people who, what? It happens, <laughs> happens as well. I'm sure all of our listeners can relate to the endless amount of tech issues that you go through as a content creator oh, almost every day. Daily, yes. Every yeah. day. <laughs> uh, anyway, Matt, I would love um, to just get a, get a background. Uh, most of the listeners are primarily newer streamers. And I know it's something that you're really passionate about is yeah. helping your streamers, especially in your area of the world, but also in, in, in just general, like you want to help your creators. So I think giving our listeners a, a bit of context on where you are creating um, content right now and how frequently you're creating content, I think just give them a sense of size and uh, of your audience at the moment. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and I create content like daily and I have been since I started pretty much. I, well, in saying that I, I tried to stream every day when I could around, you know, work and, uh, seeing my family and all that and, uh, making videos as well. I probably started making videos like four or five months ago, you know, cause I thought YouTube would be easy, but it's not, but, um, you know, it just, uh, from there, I just probably every day I work on a video or stream and there's, it feels like there's never any days off. <laughs> what is your what is your hours like right now? Are you if you just like an average day? What does it look like? So it used to be a lot more hectic, and now I've kind of realised that if I keep going down that path, I'll burn out. So I I try to aim for about five to six hours in a day streaming. I normally hit about four and a half five. I think that's pretty pretty good. You know, um, any longer than five playing the same game, I, it's hard. I, it used to be good when I wasn't streaming. I could do it. I could play 
10 hours a day not streaming but then when you stream and you interact and you talk the whole time it, it's draining man so I, I probably stream for about four and a half five hours on an average uh, and then i'll probably create a video for about an hour and a half per day i try and get a video out every day now on on facebook that's that so you're streaming on facebook every day and yep. video on facebook every day as well yeah and i only recently uh thanks to you um they got me in contact with the editors uh now because youtube videos took me ages you know i could make a, a facebook video in an hour and be happy and then for some reason when i do it on youtube it takes hours and i don't know why but you know i was struggling there because I'm, I'm not very knowledgeable on editing i just basically cut 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 and you know bring it forward but now that i've got the editors it gives me a lot more time to stream and i've actually been playing more so i've enjoyed it that's awesome. Yeah, it's it, that that transition is really important in knowing when the right time to make it as a creator. I want to get in all of that, but quick sense. You, so you're, what's your average CCV? Just give it a context right now, like on uh, average viewers, like seven hundred to a thousand average concurrent viewers. Cool. I think it's really helpful just for the audience is to hear your story, like where you started to to where you get. So let's one <laughs> start. So started we'll, two. Yeah. How? What's the two? Like, is that like, your second monitor? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was my phone and my second monitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so. Um, so let's, uh, one of the things we like to do is wane back, just like way yep. back. Um, so where are you in the world right now? You're in, you're not, you're not Aussie, Sydney. right? Yeah, Australia. Sydney. Yeah, Sydney. Beautiful, beautiful place. Lovely. Um, it's, uh, we're in the future. It's 12 p.m. the next day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I got the chance to go one coffee, espresso martinis. And I don't know, do you, do you drink at all? I like coffee, yes, but espresso martinis, no, it's pretty strong. Oh, I, I first got introduced in Sydney. It's just incredible. And then we got to go up to uh, Pam Beach. Um, just a, it's a beautiful area of the world. Um, I hope everyone gets a chance to check it out. But um, I wanted to chat about your story growing up. Like, how did you even get into essentially being an entrepreneur and getting into content? Like, did you, were your parents remotely no, entrepreneurial? I, no, no. Like, honestly, man, uh, I, was, I was working and uh, I had uh, my, like, leave, you know, holiday leave booked uh probably 10 months you know like i booked it for 10 months in advance and then uh you know covid hit and i couldn't take my work, my time off so i had to have a month off you know and i was pretty much at home uh, i saved uh for about 12 months to buy a new pc and i honestly thought i could just start making videos on youtube and go from there and i made my first video for youtube and it was the worst thing i've ever made in my life you know it's just it was i've never published i've never shown anyone i looked at it and i was like oh my goodness so then I, uh, you know, my friends, when I would play with them, they would, watch, you know, when they die, they would watch me and they would say, like, I'd be like, oh, I'll get you back, you know, like, say if I play Call of Duty, I'd be like, oh, I'll buy you back. I'm like, oh, it's okay, Adam, I'm watching you play. And I was like, oh, that's weird, you know, and then uh, I was like, oh, maybe I could stream. So I, I tried streaming and just went from there. I enjoyed it. How did you even, so were you familiar with YouTube? Did, were you, like, watching YouTube content in the past or yeah. were so, you... I watched, you know, like the odd Twitch. I didn't watch many streamers, but if I did, it'd be, you know, like Shroud because he's amazing or, you know, Nick Merck, something like that. And um, I watched a lot of uh, YouTube videos, pretty much, you know, just random, you know, it takes you down the rabbit hole and you, you end up in weird places on YouTube. And that's what I used to do. And uh, I never thought about streaming ever. Like so you're, you're an avid uh, card? Was that the game? You're an avid card player? Uh, well, this is my first time playing COD. I, I, I'd say I was a uh, battle royale player. I played Players Unknown. You know, back in the day, I played Counter Strike for about ten years. And you know, what was your what was your favorite iteration of CS? Probably Source. I liked Source. I played Source for a lot. 
I was 1.6. Yeah, let's see, that's it. I, I played it, but, but you know, like, I like Source. <laughs> I had this, like, weird, like, I, I it's not, it's too modern, it's too new, you know, like, it's, Source yeah, was definitely go. better. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, then Go was even better, yeah. yeah. But I know, I was, I was, well, I was hooked on 1.6. Anyway, um, so you were kind of an avid FPS slash BR player, and you consumed content as a fan, just like passively, just like checking out things on exactly. YouTube or checking yep. things on Twitch. That's right. Yep. And at what point did you go? I could do this. Like, was it just that natural? Um, your friends were giving you a good response when you were playing when they died, or was it like oh. I want to try and create YouTube? Like, I don't, did I don't it know. Just happened. Like, did you just think about it and then you're like, I'm in? Or was this something I've been kind of festering for like a year or two years? It it uh, yeah, it's been like on my mind. I never thought about it on a financial side of it. I just thought of it as a hobby. You know, just. I'd like to make some videos that I'd put on YouTube. And I think 10 years earlier, honestly, I think it was about 10 years ago, I played a game called Path of Exile. And uh, I did this new kind of build and I put it on YouTube and I got like 10,000 views. And that was cool. That's a, you know? that's a lot. Yeah. Just, you know, like it was a unique build that people watched. And I think it's, yeah, it's at 10,000 views from 10 years ago. So I it, was just, um, yeah. What made you do that? Uh, people kept asking me the questions and I was sick of telling people. So I just made a video so they could watch <laughs> so I was on the leaderboards at the time and, you know, uh, it just, you know, people ask, oh, that's so strong. And I was like, yeah, it is what it is. So it was a very unique game that was. But, Did you uh, get, was that some, was that one video you made and it kind of popped off a little bit or was uh, it? Uh, I made two. One was, yeah, 10,000 views and one was 4,000. But, and then I just kind of gave up on the game. Gave up on the game. And then yeah. that was, the, so you very briefly tried a little bit of content and then that, that was, was you for 10 years? Me. Yeah. No intro, just you know, game record from NVIDIA or something, and that was it. And then so. you you went to work, and you are um, you you were working full-time at this point. Did you have a family? Yeah, so I, were... I, have a, uh, I have a son, yeah, that I, um, you know, like I mean my, uh, my ex separated very amicably, and um, I see him every week now, so we work around that. And I, and I have my, my partner now that we also work around. She's quite supportive. So... This was, what, are we a year and a half, two years ago? You, What's the exact time frame? Two years uh, ago? No, July last year, so eight months ago. So very quick. <laughs> That's incredibly quick. So eight months ago, you, you're you off work for a month. You started putting up some YouTube videos. Yep, so I uh, uh, was off for a month. No, I didn't put up any YouTube, just started streaming. So I did, I think, two days on Twitch. Um, it felt weird. I don't know. Twitch just didn't feel right for me. I felt like the platform was, uh, I don't know, just it's been there. I have no idea about Twitch. So, uh, and then basically I'd watch Stone Mountain on YouTube. Didn't even know he streamed. And then my mate was like, oh, why don't you just do what Stone does on Facebook? And I was like, Facebook has streaming. Okay. And then I, uh, started a Facebook page, invited all my friends and my family and then uh, it was good because, you know, they would come in and, you know, my mom would be like, I don't know what this is, but do you want me to hit that like button? I'm like, yes, I want you to hit that like button. So, You're out there uh, hustling your family. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what it takes, right? Yeah. When you went on live on Twitch in those first few times, did you have any expectation? Like when you first started, would you, I want to grow a viewership or is it just, I just want to do this for fun? I think I just wanted to trial it. I didn't have a webcam. I just, uh, just trialed it and I felt like uh, Twitch was... I don't know, just easy. It was quite easy to set up. You just make an account and you can start streaming. You set up OBS. Facebook's a little bit different because you had to build a page and there's a little, little bit more extra steps. But once I knew what I wanted to do, 
I, I looked at it on a, um, not so much a business perspective, but like a growth. And Facebook was growing at the time. It had, you know, I did a little bit of research behind it. It seemed to be growing pretty quickly. So um, I felt I had more chance on Facebook to grow. And so I chose that. And when you were first doing those streams, even whether it's Twitch or Facebook, were you getting any traction, like at all? Like just my, how many just like, uh, you know, like I'd probably average around three or four, which are like my first friends, not bad. And how long were you getting like that three or four for? Uh, about two weeks. And then I'd bump to like seven after two weeks. And then I uh, probably for about, probably for about four weeks, I was averaging around 10 to like, you know, 10 concurrent viewers on and off because it's, it's up and down, up and down. And so you, what time did you, in this first two weeks, did you go in on Facebook? Were you, like, did you give up on Twitch quite quickly or were you still? Uh, no, I gave up. Both I just, I, I don't know. It's, I know people say uh, like restreaming, keep your options open, but I just, it's more of a loyalty thing for me. If I choose one, that's it. I just stick to it and work at it. Okay, so you went all in on it. Facebook, um, I worked there for a couple of years. I know the good, the bad, and the ugly of the platform and like what works. And it's, yep. it's, it's a young platform. It's just it's yep. young. It's still figuring things out, um, especially in the algorithm. It can be like one day you're crushing it, the next day you're not. And it's, it's not it's quite unpredictable. In those is, early days, is. in those early days, um, when you were starting to stream on Facebook, were you actively trying to grow? Were you like trying to get audience from different places or was it just streaming... Just streaming, just purely streaming. Uh, I don't think I created a Twitter account or an Instagram account at that time. I was, I was merely just uh, like uh, just streaming, man. Like I, I streamed a lot because I had time off and I knew work was coming back up shortly. So I didn't set any schedules. I just basically got on my friends and played. And, and how, uh, how much were you streaming at that point? Like how much? Oh, <laughs> probably eight, eight hours a day. Did they, they had eight-hour streams at that point, right? Because I know they, they used to have the four-hour window. Yeah, I think so. But I, I, I would do like a like I jump on for four hours in the morning, and then jump on for four hours at night. So you're doing that, and then you obviously know this time. This like going back to work things coming back up. Yeah, yeah. Are you nervous about that? Or are you like, no, this is just part. I'm an, an adult. No. I've you know a son. I need to go back to work. It's like, yeah, because honestly, I didn't think about. I just thought of uh, when I go back to work, I'll stream when I want. You know, like instead of, because I always played every day, you know, we're all nerds when we play games and, you know, I played every day and uh, instead of playing every day, I would stream every day. It's technically the same thing. You just, you know, communicate to random people on the internet <laughs> that you, you know, grow a community with, which is cool. And then did you, so you went back to work. What for you, so that four week period, at the end of that four weeks, where were you looking from a viewership perspective? Well, and I actually, so when I was about to go back to work, the week before I went to, back to work. So maybe I got my time frame a little bit. Maybe I had five weeks off. And then that last week I went to go off. I went from like 10 viewers to like 100. I don't know what happened. I just went to, from 10 to 100 every stream. You know, like I'd probably averagely around 40, but I'd peak in the hundreds. And I'd be like, oh, this is different, you know. And, uh, you know, like financially, it's nothing. You can't look at it on the financial side of you because I was just doing it for fun. But I did have a ridiculous amount of leave. So I took another month off. Just to just to experiment, just purely experiment. So it wasn't um, a bit of you in there that was like, "Is there something in this?" Oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, like, I think I I think my mindset at the time was more: if I grow it now, then hopefully my you know my my initial fan base will stick around when I go back to work. That that was my mindset. So if I grow it now, then I'm like, okay, guys, I gotta go back to work because you know I gotta pay bills. But I'm gonna be on it this time most nights, and I'll work in between work and. 
you know, my, and my girlfriend was really supportive and, you know, we, we still made time for each other. But, you know, unfortunately, I have to stream at night because of, it's just the best time for me just because it's kind of off-peak in the world and no one else is doing it. So, you know, if I did it in the mornings, I would have to compete with big names and they're already there. So it was just, for me, it was just easier to compete with no one. No one yeah, else I think that's a, it's an important point is that you're on the other side of the world. You're in yeah. a totally different time zone. So in some ways that's an advantage, but some ways it's a disadvantage. Yeah, I 100% agree. Yeah. As much, you know, I'd love to do in the mornings, but I can't. No one plays in the mornings with me. Everyone's asleep. <laughs> and and that's, that's probably a big sacrifice for you, right? Is like, is that impacting your sleep? Uh, sleep a little bit, but I've already had bad sleep from just work. But I think it's more impacting my social life a little bit. But uh, it's something that I'm okay with. Yeah, and in in a sense, I'm saving money, not coming out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not there wasn't really that much, you know, go, happening last year anyway in no, terms of going out. To be honest, so, yeah. yeah, it was perfect. Uh, so you're uh, you're at that you're getting you're going to next the next month off. Yep. And you're getting a little bit excited. You're like, oh, this this feels different. I'm getting some viewers here. Yeah, I think I grew twenty thousand followers in that two month period. Wow. Yeah. So it was it was good. It was it was still like, I don't know. It was. It was just happening fast. I felt like was it too, was it too fast? I think so. I think now looking back, I think it was like okay, I made the best decision I've ever made. Now, but looking back, I was uh, I, th- I would like it to be a bit more slower. So my it's funny because everyone it. listening, everyone listening is like, wow, you, like they're I mean they're maybe hovering between anywhere like five to a hundred CCV, yeah. and like the idea of getting that in in two months, getting twenty thousand followers is like saying they would lo- like they'd love that but you're saying no i went through that and i would have liked to have happened a little slower yeah like i'd like the same goal but maybe just a little i know it sounds ridiculous but, but just a little bit slower for my because you know because it adds more pressure when more people watch because you know now looking back you just i hide the number i don't even look at the number now i look at the end of my i get my stream report now and i oh look i've averaged more or I've averaged less because you know i think the number is very distracting because you are an algorithm platform some days are going to be better better than worse and uh i think it's it mentally distracts you it shouldn't matter if you got one or a hundred you know it should just be you just put out whatever if it's good and you think it's good then that's good yeah it's so easy to get obsessed by numbers especially as you get bigger and you go and if you ever had a dip and you're focused on the numbers like sometimes you can go through spells of like several months of just declining numbers and if if you're so focused on numbers it's it's not the healthiest um I've had dips uh, even in the, you know, few months. And uh, I think it's just, you just focus on the people you have. And if you don't, if you don't grow, but you got that community, then you should just be happy with that. And it will eventually grow. It always will. So 20,000 followers, you're at like a hundred CCV um, at the end of this two uh, months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're making some money, I'm guessing at this point, because were you monetizing yeah, yeah, your was, channel yet? Yeah, I was monetized. I was, um, it was like a good... Uh, Good, like, side hobby, I'd call it, like a side hobby. But it's time to go back to work now. Yep, so I went back to work. Did that and hurt? Yes. <laughs> I noticed it pretty much within the week uh, because I did shift work. So, um, you know, some days I do day shift, some days I do night. When I couldn't do nights, that's when I started making videos. And uh, so if I worked a night shift or if I saw my girlfriend, I'd put a video out. So I, I just made sure every day I had content coming out. And that kind of actually helped stable it. But uh, consistency is definitely the most important thing, I reckon, in streaming. How did you keep that up? Because, I mean, you hate one, you hated videos before. Like, it was always, yep. you know, just weren't a fan of it. 
now you are having to adapt. You're like, this is my situation. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta, if I want to do this, I gotta adapt. How did you overcome those hurdles about videos? <laughs> I just watched a lot of YouTube videos on how to make videos, literally like video content for dummies, you know, and there's so many good videos out there and uh, there's so many people that are willing to help you for free, really on YouTube. And uh, I learned and uh, now I enjoy videos. I actually do enjoy videos. So that's, that's awesome. So you're in the video phrase. I just want to make sure we're tracking the timeline. Yep. You're back at work. You've got a, you know, day shifts, you're on night shifts. You're, you're making videos to kind of accommodate that you're, you're streaming. What changed? What, what do you, how long did you keep that off for? Uh, two months, two months. And then, and then I kept, I kept growing, kept growing while I was at work. And, uh, I just wanted to, I guess I could see a financial side of it then, you know, cause the more people that come in, you know, even the odd, uh, you know, 20 cent to, you know, a dollar donation. If, you know, 10 people do it, it adds up in a day and, uh, you know, you, you never ask for it and people just are willing to just, it shows like the goodness in people, if that makes sense. No one has to give you anything, but people do because they feel like they want to provide, uh, you know, some form of payment for the entertainment, which was, just, I've never seen that before. Like living in Australia, we don't tip people, you know, I've been Same in Scotland. Yeah. Not, we just don't do that in Scotland. Yeah. I've been on American cruise. And I had the, you know, the tips was in the bill and I was just was like, what? Yeah, the expectation is if you don't tip, it's like, what happened? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it just a different kind of culture. And I never, you know, watched a streamer enough to, you know, I always, I actually, I subscribed to Nick Mertz only to get those little sticker things, which I quite liked. But that was the only, you know, I had the Amazon Prime and I did it. But yeah, it's just a different world that was opening up my eyes. It, it's fascinating because you didn't, you didn't actually deeply understand the space. You just started kind of doing it and got into yeah. it and, and, and are, I'm just falling in love with the process of it. Yeah. Uh, at any point, you know, you're going back to work, you've, you're busting your ass because you're juggling, mm -hmm. you're trying to juggle social life, you're trying to juggle work, you're trying to juggle keeping up with the content demands. And obviously the bigger your audience is getting, yeah. the more and more pressure you're feeling um, from your audience. They're not, they're not actually putting that pressure on you. You're putting it on yourself. Yeah, it's always on yourself, yeah. I feel As like that's I'm building, these did, people. Yeah. Did you did you feel at any point I can't do this, or were you kind of so switched on by I'm gonna make this happen? I never thought about I couldn't do it. I just thought maybe I had to uh, reorganize it. Like I, um, you know, like I'd get home from work. I'd literally, you know, like a, you know, I remember you want to ask me what I did for work. I'm, you know, I'm yeah, what did you for that. work? Yeah. So I, I was uh, like, I've never said this before, you know, on stream. And uh, I always, uh, pretty much because I was told not to, but I was, uh, yeah, I was a police officer before this. So, so you, you were in the force for how long? Almost five years. So, and you were, so you're working in the force for five years. Um, which was my career. You know, that was my career mindset. Was, this is me. Loved it. Did, it. did any of the guys know you were streaming like on the site? Yeah. yeah the, pe the people that like understood it, knew it. Yeah. And then the other people that didn't understand it kind of thought I was on this little Mickey Mouse adventure, you know, just... You know, people don't understand, but they, they don't. don't, you know, some people don't ask questions. They just think I literally go home and just bludge on the computer playing games, which is not the case at all. I, so, bet, I bet they're looking at you now like, oh my God, I wish I had his good job. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, probably not. <laughs> some yes, some no. Yeah. So you're going to the force and you're, I mean, that's one that's a very honorable thing. Like working in the, in, in the force is just, is just extremely honorable. Yeah, um, it has its ups and downs, but yeah, I, I loved it. Putting yourself in those situations. And you've been there for five years. So yeah, you probably had a, 
a sense of attachment to it. Um, it was my life. Like it felt like my life, you know. Yeah. I trained for a year or so to get in, and then I was in for four and a half, and yeah, it was very. Uh, you know, it's just it's a little world and bubble because you're exposed to so much negativity that you have to adapt pretty quickly. So there is a lot of positivity as well, but you know, you see parts of the world that people are lucky enough not to see. So coming, how was it making a decision about content or, or work? <laughs> Honestly, the hardest decision I've ever made. Like, um, like to go, because I'm now full time and to make that decision probably took me two and a half months. So, and it was nothing about, I think, I think a lot of it was actually financial, not so much like, you know, like I think I was a government permanent employee during a COVID crisis and I'm thinking about quitting my job to become, you know, self-employed. And uh, that was scary, man. Taking that bet on yourself? Yeah. But I only had one thing in mind was uh, if if I don't take this opportunity while I was growing, 10 years from now, I'd regret it. And I know that if I give it everything and I fail, I'm okay with that. I can always go back to the, the police if I wanted to. You know, that, that job's never going anywhere. There's always going to be cops. So I was like, you know what? I got this opportunity. I, I need to. I need to take it just to try it. So I took uh, three months off of my long service, which I don't know if they get that around the world. But basically, if you work at a, a job long enough, you get you know entitlements that you can take time. My, so. my my sister's got that. She she's only been in the prison service for five years. She if she takes a year off, she can get a year off every five years or something like that. Yeah, it's a little bit different. But I, basically, I took three months off at half pay, and that 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 allowed me to um, try full-time and then, and then um, you know, make the decision when it came. It just come like that, though. <laughs> you know? Was there any doubt playing through? You're like, is this the right call? Um, I know you said it was a two-month kind of decision process, but once you kind of made it, was there any doubt or were you ha finding enough success in your content that that offset any doubt? No, I, I kind of just backed myself and... Um, I discussed it with my community and they would give me input. Uh, I brought my family into it. They were, you know, like they gave me their opinion and then I kind of just made up my own mind, you know, because everyone's like, oh, you know, like I know you got this thing going on, but do you really want to give up this job, you know? That's, I mean, that's the, the conventional thinking, right? I mean, yeah, that's that's it, you know, and I was just like, I try to explain in the, to them. Working, like, I don't know what your, your upbringing was, but I mean, I grew up as a working class kid in, in the UK and... Mm. Your job's your thing. Like you got a nine to five, solid nine to five. That's just what you do. Like that's yeah. I left work. I uh, left school early. I became a tradie. I was a carpenter, and then you know I just was a youth worker for a few years, and then joined the cops. And that was my like. I just worked from when I was like sixteen. So you know, didn't go to university or anything like that. Just worked. So and any entrepreneurs in the family? No. <laughs> oh, my dad's like a builder. And, you know, my mom's you know in a in a secure role as well. So, but no. No one like that, you know, that's entrepreneuring or anything like that. Did he, does, does your family around you see it as entrepreneurial or did, did have they not made that distinction yet? Now they have, yeah, now they have, you know. You know, my, my dad will randomly send me text messages saying GG and then, you know, um, you know, after about a month he's like, oh, what does GG mean? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's a good game. He's like, all right, good game, you know. <laughs> so, so, nah, it's good, you know. I've got a lot of support. My, my family always supported me. They just supported, like, they trusted me. They didn't understand it, but they just trusted what I had to say. So I think that helps. Because if they were all negative, I think it would make it hard. 
I think sure. the part of it is they just don't understand. That's the, yeah, that's the it's just it's not their world, and it's hard for them to yeah. truly appreciate it, or understand it or or get it. Um, yeah, pretty much. I find that as well with my my family. They just mm. they were supportive, but just didn't really know how to support or or, yeah. or kind of what it was about. When you were at that two month uh, or that three month mark, did you do the whole three months, um, or did you make the decision before the end of the three months? Because we're now what at the back end of last year, where this yep, is like yep. November. Is, no, yeah, so yeah, November is when I went full time. November first, and I'd have to say, I noticed an immediate difference in my stream. Pretty much, the moment I said I was full time, this is my job now. I don't know. People looked at me differently, maybe more seriously, or just. I don't know. It just grew. It just seemed to, it could have been the schedule I was doing, you know, cause I was on every day. wasn't missing really anything. I, I stream five days a week, have two days off. And even on those two days, I still do stuff. <laughs> I'd like to switch off one day, maybe one day. You gotta, I guess there's one oh, bit hard. of advice for someone who's been around the block a couple of times is you got to find a way to fit in a day that you're not, um, you can be on social or whatever, but like not working. I feel like the next time I, you know what, I might test it. Next time I go to my girlfriend's house, I'll give her my phone. I mean, like, give that back to me in 12 hours. I, I absolutely recommend it. Yeah. Um, as, as someone who's been through it and worked with many, 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 many creators, um, it is imperative if you want this to be a creator for long term that you that you bake in that one day off. Yeah, 100%. No, I agree. Because, because I think that is a, the side effect of streaming. Is, is I, I think the difference between being, you know, say a YouTuber or a streamer is that you know, YouTube, you can schedule videos that come out and you can make all your content at the earlier of the week. Whereas a streamer, I feel like, like, I know I don't have to be on every night. I know that now, but I feel, even though I'm saying that, I still feel like I have to be on every night. It's ridiculous. So you can't, it's like, you can't ignore that, like, feeling yeah. inside, even though yeah. the voices are telling you it's okay. To, it's like, no, I can't. I gotta, yeah. I gotta get on. Like, I recently um, saw my parents for four days. And, you know, for that four days, I was like, oh, man, this is gonna be, you know, like, what am I going to do? So I made, you know, videos come out every day. And um, when I was away, you know, I was like, oh, should I, should I go back early? I was like, no. And then I come back and, you know, no one cared that I was away for four days. And they're like, oh, you're back. Hey, welcome back. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Stress for nothing. Yeah. So, especially, I mean, if, especially if you upload content, yeah. um, you've got content scheduled when, you, when you're going away. I want to come back to the, this going field time and this amount of seriousness because Quite frankly, a lot of listeners, they, they just, it's hard to justify like making that jump. And you made that jump really quick, right? Like, yeah. How did you have enough conviction at that point to go all in? Like, did you have a track record of a couple of months of making money or did you have savings? Like, how did you have enough conviction to go, oh, I'm in? Uh, I didn't have any savings. Still got no savings. Um, I think, I think my, my videos do quite well. So I think the ad revenue was starting to come in and I could see potential to just kind of work, you know, like the, the, there's, you know, like, uh, how do I explain it? Like the streaming was always doing well. And then the, the, when I was making my video or VODs, they were doing, you know, well as well. So I just thought, you know what, I could probably get by by both and just testing it. And, um, and then come to a point where really the decision I made was purely because work pretty much said, are you going to come back and work or not? I was like, not so. That's why. So it was the, a forcing function. There was like a, they were telling you to come back at this point. I Honestly, I think November 1, I had three months off. November 15, I pretty much made up my mind I wasn't going back to work. But I think the decision to actually pull the trigger took about four months. Before they were like, you either have to come back or not, you know. You work here. I'm like, yeah, no, all right. I'm not coming back. So 
What's that? How did it feel to say that? Yeah, I was just like, because there's the pro there's the making the decision part in your head, and then yeah. there's the actual saying that when so much of your identity was this thing. Man, honestly, it was like confusion for like a month, and then I was like, oh, I'm not coming back, you know. And then I got off the phone, and I was like, wow, I feel good now. <laughs> I was stressing for nothing. Honestly, it was like the best decision I've ever made. And now I love it. Now I love it. It gets bumps hearing that. It's so hard because it's always like it's on the other side, right, of that uncomfortable decision or that Very thing you're uncertain about. Like when you get to the other side and you're like, wow. And you think about the other areas of your life that you're doing that in, yeah. even if it's in your content or you're like, you know, working, like all these different things. Yeah. It, it was more just, it wasn't even just the, it wasn't even really the financial side of it. You know, like you have that stress, you know, like because streaming's up and down. There's no constant, you know, one, you know, one day you can make a dollar, one day you can make a hundred. But I think it was more just I liked my job and it was very unique and I wasn't – ideally, I'd like both, but you can't do that. I couldn't – you can't You can't do that. I, I think once you commit the full time, you just got to stick it out. And, uh, you know, because if I went back to work and I went on certain times or anything like that or, you know, a streamer messaged me at midnight and like, oh, you want to play in the morning? I can't. You can't just do that where now I can. So, uh, yeah, I think once I made that decision, it was it was fine. It was good. It's, it's epic. So we touched on slightly in the beginning um, is this idea of bringing down editors. And I, I wanted to just chat a little bit about, you know, eight months is crazy. The amount of growth, you, I think we've had now maybe 60 guests on the podcast. I, I'm pretty sure you're the fastest, from zero, fastest growing um, content creator we've had. I think I'm at uh, 117,000 now followers on Facebook, yeah. Yeah, so I think, and then even CCV as well, because some people can have high followers and then we'll see. I think fat, overall, in, in the time span fastest. What is cool. um, what are some of the things you've learned along that last eight months journey? And I'm sure you're still learning. There's lots of things you're figuring out, but for those that are listening, like what's some of the things that you picked up in the last eight months? Um, I, I get, I, I guess, don't have boring titles and descriptions. Yeah, you know, when I changed that, that's when I noticed the growth pretty much instantly. You know, I, I do like Chilled Friday, you know, like for example, you know, Chilled Friday nights. And I think when you look at that from someone that doesn't know you, it's pretty boring. You know, is like, that on your streams and on VOD or, or both? Just my stream and uh, and uh, just my streams pretty much. I'd always do a different title or a different description because I think I got the understanding that your title goes out to your viewers that I follow you and your description goes out to not like people that are scrolling. So I always try to make it, you know, interesting and it always, you know, caused some kind of, you know, discussion. So, and I think, um, I learned how to, I'm pretty good at multitasking, like reading my screen now and playing at the same time. And the best thing is if I die, I can just blame chat. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, no, like I, I think engaging is a key, you know, I, I, I know you get to a certain point where, you might have too many people watching you. It's hard to engage. And um, I have definitely noticed that as I've grown, it's harder to maintain conversations, but it's not hard to reply to people. And that's what I'm just trying to reply what I see. And another thing is just your consistency that you mentioned in the very beginning yeah. is how relentless you've been on. I think even when your schedule changed, like you were the night shift, day shift, you were still trying to be as consistent as you could. But your point about the four days off is like, I would still put a video out. Yeah. when i was was off every day i'll have something coming out on my channel now and that's been like that for four months but uh, even when i was working full-time i still you know still made time for editing i just streamed a little bit less i think it's important to balance and this is just my opinion but um streaming and editing because 
I'm lucky that Facebook is such a unique channel that I actually grow more from my videos than I do streaming. I grow more offline than I do online. Yeah, and the network effects are crazy on yeah. on VOD content. I think it's like something like forty percent of the viewership on Facebook for VOD content is through shared traffic. It's just yeah. other people sharing it around the Facebook network. Yeah, yeah and, and you know, like uh, um, you know, I remember looking at uh, you know, say 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 I have a really 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 good stream and I have a hundred thousand views. You know, that's a really good stream. Well, for me, you know, for anyone really, I think a hundred thousand is massive. And then um. If you look at the statistics sides of it, you know, 40% of people that were watching you were your viewers or your followers and 60% were um, non-followers. And then I had a really good video that got a million views and, you know, 97% of them weren't following me. And I think that's huge exposure, you know. that's So, you know, hypothetically 970,000 people that may or may not want to follow. And that's just, that's a, just a good way to grow. Yeah, it's like making your content work for you rather yeah. than you constantly on the treadmill. Um, yeah. is it's super important. I think a lot of people don't realize that early, especially when you have limited time. Yeah, I mean we all we all all have limited time, but in the beginning when it's like a when it's part time, and you're hard, you need man. to you need to make use of every minute you have. Like you got to be as efficient as you possibly can. Yeah, or you're quite frankly the odds are just stacked stacked against you. Yeah, I only slept like five hours a night. I think you just get used to it, to be honest. Yeah, you know, I can sleep in forty years. Yeah, but. I, 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 yeah, it's COVID is yeah. I just think there's a lot of like the lack of sleep, and it, it's it's hard because there is that grind. You got You got to put in that that grind time. That, but it's it's yeah. also being mindful of like how long can you sustain that, and what sacrifices are you making? I think, I think that's the main thing. How long? I knew I couldn't because I'd get up at four a.m., uh, get to work for five, get home at seven, eat on the way home, and then stream till eleven, then repeat. And there's no way I could maintain that, you know, more. Even towards the end of the two months, I was pretty tired. And I knew that that's why I had to make the decision. So it's fascinating because you've accomplished so much in such a short period of time in your journey. And what what is next for you? Like, what is this next phase of you? Like, again, I'm saying you're going to have the ups and the downs and, and everyone's going to go through that. But yeah. for you, what are you excited about in terms of your content and, and what you want to work on? Oh, man, I don't know. It's it's a million dollar question, isn't it? Like I I have my plan in my head that I can't verbalize. I guess I want to just work on YouTube because I enjoy that side of it now. Like I just I don't know. It's I like that people. There's nothing better than someone saying, "Oh, I saw a YouTube video now." And you in your stream and you're on Facebook and you're like, "Okay, that's cool." And I haven't got many you know subscribers on YouTube, seventeen hundred and. It's slowly growing, and I guess when I grow like ten or fifteen a day, it's exciting. <laughs> so I think the excitement factor for now, Facebook is gone because it's just grown, and I don't really look at that side of it now. I just um, just dream, and it feels it went. It definitely went from a hobby to a job, but uh, it's still fun. But it definitely feels different than it used to. And I think that YouTube now is that new hobby that I'm trying to grow again. And you know, if if that grows, then I don't know something will be next. That's <laughs> exciting. How did it feel to... Sorry, go ahead. I just, I just want to play the game and have fun, man. That's it. And people are like, oh, why don't you do competitions? I'm like, because that's, that's hard. I just like to <laughs> chill, man. It's pretty hard doing competitions. How did it feel letting like letting go of parts of your content? You know, like we, we chatted before and then, you know, getting the, the editing team and support on that side. How did it feel to let go of some of that but also invest in that, right? Because it's, it's not yeah, cheap. It's like it's, No, it's, it's not cheap, no. 
Um, well, at first, like, because I didn't really know what an editor does. I just thought they'd edit a video and um, I guess it's just a learning curve, you know. I thought I'd send them a video and they would edit it. And then, you know, obviously they're like, well, how would you like it edited? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> edit it? <laughs> and I was like, good question. So I had to like really think about how I wanted it edited. And then they're like, oh, you know, like, well, you know, like we'll put it on YouTube for you. And I was like, oh, can you do that? You know, like, is that how it's done? And then I still haven't let them on my Facebook. That's still my baby. You know, Facebook's, it's working for me. I'll just leave it. It's working. Yeah. Don't fuck yeah. with it. I guess. Yeah. That's pretty much how it is. You know, like, but uh, with YouTube, you know, they're, they're, they're the guys that have the knowledge and, uh, you know, I, 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 uh, at first it felt weird, but now it feels good. Literally when a video comes out, I'm watching it when it gets released on YouTube. You're like the first person to like it. You're like, this yeah, is yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I watch it like a day before. I'm like, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I know it's one of the big things is the next evolution. I think of your career is just understanding how to build support around you. Um, well, it's and, motivated you know, me to make more content. Yeah, it's yeah. It's it, it also yeah. frees you up because you've yeah. got, you feel like you've got an engine that's, that's there and you, you've got that fire to really step up for, for not just yourself, but everyone else. There's like yeah. a team of people that like, you've got that, not just now your community was the first thing that was putting pressure on you. And now you've got these other people that, you know, yeah. are looking to help elevate and take your content to the next level. And I think it's, it's an exciting phase. Um, yeah, it just sure. requires a lot of organization um, yeah. and kind of discipline content in advance you know at least a week so but because like it definitely is an investment I, i'm not monetizing youtube it just it just i feel like i wanted to make just good content on it i didn't want to average it you know i know, I know the editor makes it look clean when i did it i just never it was it was it's good for facebook because you know facebook something you scroll and come come across but youtube you actually search for so that's why i just want to make sure the content was different that's well, awesome okay drew yeah. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. I am so stoked for you. You're just such a good guy. Um, Thanks, man. And I really, your your growth over the last eight months is definitely going to inspire a lot of listeners. Um, and it's, cool. I think it, the important thing that listeners should take is it's not all roses. It takes a lot of work to make that happen in, yeah. in eight months. Um, but uh, a true testament, man. You've got such a bright future in the content creation space. And I think... Thanks, uh, Australia is lucky, lucky to have you wrapping them on the content site. So. That's a rare thing here. I wish people knew more about it so they wouldn't think I'm just being a weird gamer in my room. <laughs> <laughs> well, cheers, man. I really appreciate you having you on. Thanks. Thanks, bro. Thanks, man.